Okay, everybody, top of the afternoon. It's Friday, 12 noon. You know what time it is. It's time for the Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox. Special show today. It's kind of a milestone for me. I've been doing the show for nearly a year at this point, and I finally felt comfortable to the point where I could bring some guests on that had been on before. We'll hear from uh, Sam Himmelstein at 12.30. He was one of my first guests ever on the show when we were in studio, but my first guest today is also a returning guest, Damon Johnson. He's a real estate executive out of uh, Detroit, Michigan. He's also just a social media like icon. The guy's amazing in, in his interaction with people. He's always been an inspiration for me, always a source of happiness. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, he was one of my first guests once we went virtual which was in uh, at the end of at the end of March, where we could no longer broadcast in the studio, and I was forced to get out of my comfort zone a little bit and and do some Zoom calls and some outreach, and it turned out to be one of the best things. So before we bring him on, I usually do a message of the week. This week, I'm going to quote a statistic because this show is all about housing, the housing market, and this is kind of profound. I just uh, read again this morning that there are over 67,000 available rentals and apartments and houses in New York City right now, which is kind of unprecedented. With that, we're going to discuss with Damon Johnson. Damon, how are you today, sir? Hey, how are you? Great. Good to see you, my man. How's everything? You too. It's, everything is going great. I just left from one meeting. Now I'm on this one. And you're going to another one afterwards, I'm assuming. <laughs> no, I'm going to do, I'm going to work actually. <laughs> and then I think I'm done with meetings for the day, I think. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, you're a hustler. I sense something in your future coming down oh. soon. <laughs> yes. How are things going so uh, in Detroit these days? We haven't spoken <sighs> in a li- in, about the, the situation in a while. Goodness gracious. Um, Goodness I'm gracious. as busy as I've ever been. Um, it's just has been unprecedented. You know, we're really uh, an automotive state. GM, Ford, and Chrysler, our headquarters mm. are, we're headquarters are all three here. They're all within... 15 miles of each other. Uh, we're home to two powerhouse national mortgage companies. So it's business here has been absolutely great and kind of sad at the same time, too, yeah. because a lot of people, yeah. you know, of course, aren't working or had to downsize and taking pay cuts. So it's it's like feast and famine at the same time. Same here. I'd say the same is is true in New York, and and Sam will elaborate that a little a little later on the show because he really gets he's on the other side of the spectrum where he's dealing with people. You know, he's a he's a tenant lawyer, so he's representing a lot of people who have lost okay income and and you know now they're I, I'm not sure if they extended it, but the the initial uh, moratorium on evictions was was due to expire mid August, and we're we're past that. They may have granted an extension. He'll, he'll they know did more here. about that. They did there. I think they, they did, did here too. There was definitely talk of it, but it, that that can't last forever. No, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, just out of curiosity, how how does um, the the automotive headquarters affect housing in your area? Just because um, GM Ford and Chrysler, their headquarters are all here, and the spinoff from them for the parts plants, the tech. The transportation, the actual computer IT end of it, the tires, the doors, the whatever that goes into making the cars, a lot of those plants are here, which means mm-hmm. a lot of people work there and want to live by where they work. It affects the downtowns because down GM is downtown Detroit. Okay. Um, Chrysler is in Auburn Hills, Pontiac. And Ford is in Dearborn. And Ford, actually, you know, the city of Dearborn really is all Ford because they have Henry Ford Hospital, the museums. It's really <laughs> like a thing here. Ford. <laughs> right, with <laughs> Ford. So the way that the automotive companies go here, the way that our economy goes, and right now they are back to work. Um, I don't know if they're back like a hundred percent, but they're mm-hmm. everybody that I know that works in the offices and the actual plant part of it. They're all back to work, but cautiously, of course. Yeah. Um, people are still buying cars, and our demand is still up for housing. We don't have the inventory 
to to meet the demand right now. Not really? at all. Yeah. Not at all. It, it's interesting because where I'm at in Brooklyn is is largely residential. You know, Brooklyn mm-hmm. has a small downtown area, but nothing in comparison to Manhattan. And Brooklyn is pretty solid, and the businesses, most of the businesses are back open. There's, you oh, know, good. There's, you know, gyms can't reopen, and a few things like that. But for the most part, the wheels are kind of turning in a lot of spots. And and in Brooklyn, it's very similar, where there's there's not enough inventory to meet demand because so many people, especially people before who were like, oh no, I'm not living in Brooklyn. Now they're like, Brooklyn looked really good right now. You right. know, you got a little 12 foot backyard, and you're like upbidding on it. You know, all of a sudden leaving leaving your uh, Manhattan high rise. Right. Um, so that that's happening here. But then you take Manhattan, and and I've heard Queens as well uh, are both. There's just so many vacancies, and and a lot of it has to do with you know, companies are just not going back there. You know, there's, there's not so much manufacturing, but a lot of, you know, advertising and finance mm-hmm. and everything. And they're just, a lot of them have called it. They're working remotely either through the rest of the year or some have said until there's a vaccine, they're not, you know, they're not going back in and who knows how long that is. So people are, they're, they're kind of scattering about. And I think when, uh, when they make a final decision about schools or whatever, respond to anything that happens uh, next month, That'll be very telling too, because if you also don't have to be present for your kid, right? To, like, see, all bets are schools, off. We're all virtual here for the main ninety percent virtual for uh, elementary, middle, and junior high colleges have went. I think they're doing half and half. Like, yeah. if you want to go, you can go. So that client for me is still, you know, in place. People are still buying and selling. Um, I'm more worried about. Well, not since the word cautious about uh, if you sell your home now, I don't have anywhere to put you or you yeah. have to wait or you have to be ready to really bid. My buyers now, wow. you have to be above ask. There is no there are no more deals that day is that that's over with for a while. Um, we're doing appraisal guarantees here and we're doing um, like escalation clauses, like where if you bid. $200,000 will bid 201. It's like mm-hmm. whatever bid that you get as a final and best, the agents now are saying, oh, I'll give you more. Right. Which is kind of a slippery slope because with the appraisal guarantees, you don't know what the home is going to appraise for. And then the bank isn't giving you that money. That comes out of your actual pocket. So it's like, be yeah. very mindful when you want to do that. So I've been getting by without them. I've only had to do one and we got our bid on that one anyway. So we were 20 right. grand over. And we still got our bid. So I was like, well, this month, this one wasn't, you know, meant to be. So Yeah. I mean, I've so heard of that are. happening with I've heard of that happening with rentals in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Crazy. <laughs> I'm and sure. a lot of people a lot of people are are entering the market cautiously, it seems like, because they're not sure what's gonna happen. So they're not looking to necessarily buy something else right now and get locked into another place they don't wanna be. They're looking for short term rentals. And even, you know, municipalities are kind of encouraging that as well, like considering like some three month and six month leases yeah. uh, for vacancies because people are transient. I can imagine where you're at, people kind of, they they don't move too far, probably. Yeah, they don't move, it's usually move too far. It's like maybe you move to another city yeah. or another neighborhood, but you aren't like, once you, it's not, it's not so transient because everything here you can get to in a half hour. You can be so, from Detroit yeah. to the Burbs in a half hour time. Right. What What are some of the deals that were happening before you mentioned that and that are not happening now? I mean, you, you, you spoke um, about one and on social media mentioned some other stuff like extensions and what's, yeah, what's happening been that's kind of crazy right now. Where a lot of the deals are taking longer than what they used to take. I used to be at a 15 day. I used to be able to close in 15 days, 10 on some deals. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're 30, 45 days. Really? Um, they're wanting to see more of your bank statements. Um, they're wanting to, you know, not drag out the process, but make sure that you're financially ready. Right. Before we didn't have to, we just assumed that once you got your pre-approval, you were good to go. Yeah. Um, whereas now they're doing a lot more upfront with the deal. Um, I haven't knock on wood. <laughs> lost any deals because of it. Um, I've been blessed to work with, you know, a great group of clients and referrals and social, of course, has been awesome for me. Yeah. Um, whereas now I'm more cautious um, 
with going to show, like I don't show just to show now. Right. I don't like you just can't call me and say, hey, let's go see 10 houses today. I'm like, no, Not let's look at these 10 online first and make sure we narrow this list down because we are going in homes and I'm being cautious. But at the same time. I don't want to just entertain you because you're bored at home and you want to look at some houses. Right. That's not, you know, being safe for you, me, anyone involved. It's just, I'm being a lot more cautious now. Um, a lot that, of people, I'm sorry, that's go ahead. Better for the, that's better for the industry too. Yeah. Isn't it? It's been, I mean, it's much more productive for the industry and for everybody, whether, and you know, like everybody loves to be entertained, but you know, sometimes that can, it can go too far and it, and it becomes very counterproductive. Yes, just because, um, and I think the people here have gotten the message that there are no deals. Not just say any deals. It's just mm-hmm. as everybody who has the money to buy now, because rates are so low, they're buying now. Right. They're refinancing now. Mm-hmm. They're renting office space now because you can get the free rent. They're doing free rent on a lot of popular cities here for office space for the rest of the year. And yeah. you're getting like a discounted rate. For the next two or three they years. want they need them leases man <laughs> oh, I know. commercial leases <laughs> those commercial leases if you want to open up whatever you want to open up now is the time yeah to get the space in the prime locations just because and the rentals our rental market for residential here to me you might as well buy the house right and then rent it because you're going through the same process mm-hmm. they want you to have the three months to show three months of income, you only got to show one month or two months of income to get the house. So it's like, I always tell my clients, get the house. If you had to sell it in a couple of years, it's better, better that you had it to sell or refi because if you walk into a bank and say, hey, I own a personal loan for 50 grand. They're going to be like, bye. Yeah, yeah. But if you refi your home that you own, they'll be like, oh, great. Here, right. you, here you go. So I tell people, if you're in a position to buy, great. If you're in a position where you want to hold on to your house and you don't want to sell, great. So I've been having that conversation with my clients as well. If they're iffy, I always say, hold on to it. Let's wait and see what the spring mm-hmm. you know, has in store. Let's wait till after the election, after the holidays, right. whatever you want to do. The group of clients I'm working with now, everything is going great. So my next group will be my end of the year, end of the last quarter group. So that group is always very interesting it's not it's, it's usually a lot more it's usually a lot more serious buyers so we'll see but new construction is still hot here which amazes me yeah. so it's like same here the build outs are going they're just slapping them up i'm like okay yeah, i'm like <laughs> so who's moving here your condos down being built for my office and we're like who who you're gonna fill them i know you you're gonna fill oh, yeah. them you're gonna I be was, out there I'm going to at least, uh, my goal is to do 30 more deals from, from now to the end of the year. So love it. Love I it. I got four to five going on now. So if I just work a little harder. You got to tell them, finish that building, man. We gotta I, get, hurry, <laughs> I got to get. I have a client. I have a buyer for sure. <laughs> That's great. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a minute. Okay. Awesome. Hang tight. We'll be back in just a, in a minute, folks. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. 
Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. All right, everybody, we're back again, the entrepreneurial web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox. We're checking in with Damon Johnson. He's a real estate executive in Detroit. He called the market earlier this week wild. How wild is it? <laughs> it's like the wild, wild. You're wild. <laughs> right? This is wild. This, I've never seen anything like this. Never. Yeah. And you've been, you've been at it for about 10 plus years, right? Yeah. I, and I've never, I don't know. I, there's no predicting this. There, yeah. I, I'm as busy as I've ever been, and I'm answering questions that I've never had to answer before. Yeah, sure. Same here, for sure. You said something in the last segment about uh, the end of the year and, and how that's always really interesting. And I think it's going to be like the most interesting because we still have to wait and see with, with states making decisions about schools, about restaurants, about indoor activities, the fear of a resurgence of coronavirus, what that I mean, the, the 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 roadmap for human behavior is just like out the window right now, you know, <laughs> just like, all right, let's just we're, we all have blinders on. Um, I'm, I'm curious. I'm really curious to see how that plays out for, you know, for more stable markets like like yours, uh, but especially here. Like, is it going to is it going to create a, a further exodus? Are people going to say, you know, like the the rents are down here big time. I think the article that I read that was saying there's sixty thousand, sixty seven thousand vacancies right now. Wow. The 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 average rent in Manhattan is down to about three thousand dollars, which is like laughable. You know what I'm saying? It's like I was like to my See, wife, like we might move to the city. But it's so funny know? because three grand a month here could get you a palace. Right, right. Here it's like <laughs> a studio, but. uh but not now people are, you know, now you're starting to see like, you know, 12, 1200 square foot, two bedrooms in the East Village for three grand, you know, which was which has never it. happened before. But, you know, what's going to happen is as soon as everything cools down, it's going to swing back up and even yep. higher than before. And anybody returning, it's going to be a tax. There's going to be a return tax. Like yes. the toll you got to pay. Like, I know your apartment was five grand before, but. <laughs> no, it's 10. Man, <laughs> and, and there's I, a wait list. Yeah, exactly. And uh, man, if I had the if I had the bread, I would be scooping up those little condos left and right. right and that's now. what people are doing. I follow a few, I have a few friends who are uh, realtors in the in in New York, and they're like, "Damon, people are buying like crazy yeah, just sitting totally on them." Would. I was like, "I'd buy like ten right now if I could." And just I was like, like, why not? Because people have to live somewhere, and mm-hmm. people people have to eat, and people have to live. So not bad. Here, here we are. I'm just, I, I tell my clients, you know, if you can afford to buy an investment home now or mm. a condo or a apartment to rent out, now now's the time because people have to live somewhere. You may not get the five grand there a month for. I still, your yeah. prices are so crazy to me here. You may not get that, but. I mean, some some form of in, some form of you know path of income is better than your day job, which may mm-hmm. go away. Yeah, like my day job went away for a minute when they shut real estate down. Yeah, thank goodness I had some hustle income from social media helping people with their right. social media. Like, oh, this is a real job for me now because. Um, <laughs> You had me fool. I thought it was a real job all along. Oh, I know everybody does. They're like, I didn't know you, you did kill real it, estate. Man. I was like, you kill it. You kill it. I was like, no, I really do real estate full time in social media. <laughs> it's supposed to be part time, but right. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. The market is just. I tell people, don't buy anything that's going to depreciate right now. No new cars. No, I see people buying cars yeah, yeah. and motorcycles and going to jamaica and i'm not i'm like listen you have ten thousand dollars hold on to it right exactly this may be your rent money your grocery money your whatever or investment hold on to that. On. if you're going to buy the house buy the house if you're going to mm-hmm. rent the apartment rent the apartment but nothing that you can't lay your head on or nothing that's not going right. to 
you know, sustain you for the winter months because here, well, there you guys get snow too. We get blizzards here. Oh, I know. Um, I lived in and, Buffalo. I know what happens. Oh yeah, there. I have family in Buffalo, so yeah, you get the mm. gist of it. Mm-mm. So the end of the year here used to be determined used to be determined by school. We had Labor Day was kind of hurry up and sell or buy by Labor Day because people wanted to right. switch schools or stay there. But mm-hmm. now with school being for the most part virtual, our purchase season has gotten extended here. And but now we're worried about because we have such a hot summer. Usually in Michigan, we have a hot summer. The winter is usually terrible. Last right. one with us was terrible. So it's like, do we I'm just going to go until the blizzards get here. Usually we're not done. Usually we're done with the buying and selling uh, after Thanksgiving before Christmas. Mm-hmm. But this year, I don't know. I'm assuming right. we're going to be busy because we're because kids are at home. It doesn't matter what school district you're in now because you're home. So I think it's going to really throw the behaviors for a loop because of that, you know, because yeah, if you the, don't, yeah, a lot of people. We, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say a lot of people buy in certain areas because of the schools. Right. And if, if Billy doesn't have to go to school, you know, if it's just going to be remote, you have a lot more options that way. And it's going to affect, you know, what people think about going forward. And who knows when that, you know, when that situation is going to settle down with schools. I mean, here they can't really make a decision on anything. And See, they I, made our decision here. They were, for the most part, virtual. Yeah. So and I have that shirt. My 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 uh hoodie came the other day. My hoodie, my shirt I came. I was gonna ask I was gonna ask if you noticed. Know of course. You come on now. You know that's I my I just guy. got mine. You didn't mention it yet, so I was just waiting. Was no, you know that when you first came and it was so funny when it came, I reached out to him and I was like, I need another one because <laughs> I was expecting Good quality. I wasn't expecting great quality. Yeah, yeah. When no, I, the shirt, the shirt feels great. Oh, <laughs> so good. My own merch that I have on doesn't feel like right, that. And I was right. like, oh. it was just in the details on that hoodie. I was like, I haven't tried the hoodie on yet. I literally oh. just got it. This I just pulled this out of the package today. Mine was yes. Mine was what's today? Friday. Mine was Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. It was on my doorstep Wednesday, and I was so yeah. amazed. Just. Did you expect happened. any less? Did you expect any less? I don't know what I was expecting. It was just so made for me. I was like, oh, I'm not, I, you know how I am with the stuff. I need one to wear and one just to look at in right. my <laughs> Vayner umbrella closet <laughs> that I just keep like the stalker that I am. I right. was like, I just need one, one to look at and one to maybe wear. I hear you. I hear yeah. you. Mine's gonna get. I'm gonna wear it to work tonight, and it's gonna get dirty, and that'll be it. But see, I'll you're be, so brave. I'll, I'll be happy. I, you know, you ought to see my my K Swiss man. They're a mess. I bought new my, ones though. They're in the box still, and I just put them aside because mine just got wrecked. And I, I was at a certain point, I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it in style. I have three of each, and I never wear the ones that I have signed. <laughs> Yo, that's never crazy. Take a lot of day. The other two are like, are you so no? Yeah, but yeah, social. My thing that you mentioned my videos, I have a yeah. new guy. Um it's obvious. They look yeah, amazing, it, man. And it's so funny. Um, shout out to my old guy, but my new guy, the trip audiovisual, he yeah. is um like a maze boss. I he gets my crazy mm-hmm. and he gets it where he got it quick. Where it's like he pushes me to do different things and to my videos are backed up now. I have so much stuff yeah. to put out that it's like, and he catches me off guard. The video I was walking downtown Detroit I was not that. a video. We were filming something else. Yeah. That wasn't a real video. That was me. We were done for the day. That was us going to get tacos for wine win for whiskey Wednesday. Whiskey Wednesday. I see you stepped it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was like an outtake. That was, I don't even know he was filming. I swear we were just walking across the street, and people were like, "Damn, you didn't know that was going," because that's what he does for a living. Yeah. He, um, it just has been it's been mind boggling to me. I just look at it like, how are you going to top this? I'll shoot him a crazy idea. And he's like, well, where do you, what audience do you want? Do you see it more on Facebook? Do you see more on Insta? Do you see more on TikTok? Where do you, do you see it more like on LinkedIn? Where do you see it? And we'll just go from there and we'll 
He'll tailor it how I want it, how he sees it. And I don't even have to go look at anything that he does. I just, right, right. when he sends it to me, I'm like, boink, I just post it. And then it's fantastic. Put some context on there. And there we go. I Yeah, I'm in love. If you could ever be in yeah. love with your videographer, he's my D-Rock. And I'm just like, I'm people. And it's so weird. People are like, who is doing your stuff? And I was like, He's such a nerd. It just yeah. has been, it's been like awesome. I was at his house a couple of weeks ago when I did my, he did my Twitch show that I didn't know I was doing. I was there to film regular real estate videos. And he was like, oh, let me show you what I've been working on. And we were sitting there like, how did you do this? Yeah. And it's just has been, yeah. And you, but you know, social now has taken just every time you think we figured it out, it's like, boink here's something else yeah but what's so weird about social lately less and less people are posting i'm posting more exactly i've noticed that yeah have you noticed that i have i've been like i'm still grinding the same way i have i'm i'm i've increased my friend i was talking to my friend this morning she's like how much do you post a day and i'm like man it's it's a lot Yeah, you're going crazy (laughs) with it i love it And, and but i've noticed people that were like very you know inspirational to me early on I'm like, where? And I got to check, like, am I, are they just not in my feed anymore? And then I'll go yeah. to their account and I'll be like, no, they literally haven't posted. And I'll send them a message like, hey, hope you're doing well and everything. But man, everybody responds to to, to situations differently, you know? And, and I think you and I have both gravitated towards, you know, certain more. messages, <laughs> much more. But more. We've, we've heard we've heard certain messages over the years and we've, we've gravitated towards it. And so like, I'm I'm excited by what's happening right now. And I know a lot of people aren't, and I'm, you know, I know a lot of people have gotten the short end of the stick, but there's also plenty of people who could, they could just, you know, you just roll your sleeves up and that's it. I mean, I got no roadmap either. I just, I just yeah, said, I'm just, I'm figuring if it's a deal to be done, if it's a, if it's a social media client who needs my help, I'm figuring do it now, but they can still pay me or I can still help <laughs> or I can still help somebody. Cause I give out right. a lot. Yeah. No, I give same. out so much free advice. I get so many questions a day about social and real estate. I'm like, Yes, yes, no, yes, yes, no, no, no. So I feel like I feel like my rate is cheap when I do charge for social. I'm like, I don't try to gouge anybody. So yeah. So with you and your restaurant and your ventures and you're working out and I see it now, <laughs> are the jujitsu studios open back up or no? No, no. They don't even have a timeline, man. Nothing. See, some of our gyms are open, which is crazy to me. And then some aren't. They're letting the cities dictate and the counties dictate yeah. which gyms are open but i thought about that and i said i don't know if he's in the studio yeah no i just in my in the basement of my building we popped up some some mats and just okay. a couple of us will get together it's been the same people for months now just working nice. together super small groups but you know in new york state they just announced actually a group of gym owners sued the governor and he was like <laughs> oh okay you can open on the 24th but then Mayor de Blasio here in New York said, forget no. about New York City, like the rest of the state, you can dine indoors already at, at uh, limited capacity, not in New York City. He said gyms won't open before September for sure. And it's going to be modified by like martial arts schools and like grappling. That's going like, to be uh-uh. like, it's going to be like Broadway and grappling come together yeah. like a group deal, you know. <laughs> We, it's the opposite of social distancing. We want That's to close the distance. show. The grappling bro. <laughs> working grappling on it, man. Broadway. I'm working on it. It's crazy. Yeah, why not? All right. We're going to have to hop on. I'm going to have to bring Sam on. But thank you so much for coming you on again. So, thank you for having me back yeah. on. We were really, my broker was like, you're going back on? I was like, yes, we're going oh, back yeah. on. No, we're going to do this again. I feel like yeah, Joe Rogan sure. now, how he brings like his old friends and old guests back on. Yeah. I'm like, well, we're getting somewhere. We're getting right. somewhere. So I, must, I must have did something right to get a return, a return call. I'm so appreciative for having oh. me on. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. If you need me to do anything, you know, we always talk. So where can people find you? Let them know. I am uh, DJ Realty Solutions on all social media. Um, my email is damonjohnson100 at gmail.com. Any questions, anything I can help you guys with with social, real estate, make sure to reach out to me. I'm always available. All right, brother. Be well. Great to Thank talk to you. you again. We'll talk soon. We'll be back, everybody, in just a moment. Zooming back to New York City with Sam Himmelstein. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative.
Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Okay, folks, welcome back. If you're just tuning in, our first segment, we were talking with Damon Johnson, a real estate executive out of Detroit, Michigan, and the wild market as he sees it. Now we're zooming back here to Brooklyn, New York, with one of my first guests ever when we were live in the studio, Sam McConnell, Gribben Donahue, and Joseph on Maiden Lane in Lower Manhattan. Welcome back to the show, Sam. How you doing? Thanks. Nice to be here. I haven't been to Maiden Lane since March 16th. <laughs> right. <laughs> I rode into Manhattan once on my bike uh-huh. in May, the day after Memorial Day. Right. It was, it was, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. I've been in Manhattan a couple of times, but I haven't been to the and office. The office. Working at home. Yeah. So I started the show up. I'm not sure if you were listening or not with a statistic from some news articles earlier this week that said there were over 67,000 vacancies in Manhattan. What what's going on? I know when you first came on the show, you were like that, you know, your 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 particular uh, part of the market had like a, a victory in legislation mm-hmm. and you were talking about retiring and you were like, I don't know. I don't, we don't have, we're not getting calls. That's yeah. not the case anymore. Is it? No, no, no. <laughs> that, that changed drastically as of March. Um, yeah. We have never ever had the volume of inquiries from tenants, residential and commercial yeah. that we have had in the last few months. Um, it is, it's constant. Um, we offer a free 10-minute consultation to people who have COVID issues um, mm-hmm. that I think is attracting a certain number of people. But And the calls were all some variant of, I can't pay my rent because I just got laid off. I'm in, I'm in Broadway or I worked at a restaurant or whatever. Um, or I'm moving back home to mom and dad and I'm going to breach the lease. What are my exposures um, or a business, you know, telling me that, you know, uh, uh, I can't function, I, I can't pay rent, I don't, I've laid off my employees, I have a personal guarantee on my lease, so if they sue me, I could be on the hook. And I have been just doling out advice about this stuff uh, for months. And um, it's, it, it's a crisis that is going to worsen severely in the next few months. Yeah. Because the courts, which were completely shut for a while, uh, except for emergencies, are now gradually reopening. That includes landlord-tenant court and, you know, the, the civil court where the commercial cases are heard. And it, cases are being filed. I'm getting calls from clients who are being sued for non-payment of rent. Um, the courts 
are doing this sort of hybrid thing. You know, the tenant side of the equation is pushing the courts not to reopen. We think right. it's the equivalent of Black Lives Matter, right? Which because mm-hmm. it, it has this this disproportionate negative effect on people of color, poor people. It's going to increase the homeless population, it, you know. And the landlord lawyers are saying, well, we want to get back to business and <laughs> we want to get back to evicting people, right? So, right. Um, and uh, the courts are kind of trying to go tread the middle. And so what they've done is they said, well, we're going to reopen. We're going to let people file, but there's not going to be any evictions until September. Uh, or we're not going to process the cases. So, for example, I got hired by... Uh, a, a client uh, two days ago in a case where normally the, the papers would say you have to appear in court on X date. It was blank. And it said, you'll be notified by the court when the court date is. And that's probably going to be two or three months away. Yeah. So that's how they're kind of trying to, you know, navigate the middle. But once the, once the machinery really begins to gear up again, uh, you know, we're going unless unless the courts accept as defenses to these cases some version of economic hardship, we're going to have an eviction crisis. Um, yeah. And you know, traditionally, economic hardship. If, if if I'm a tenant and I go to court and I say the judge says, "Why haven't you paid the rent?" I say, "I don't have the money. <laughs> uh, I lost my job." Uh, the judge will say, yeah, well, when, when are you moving? <laughs> right. Which makes sense. Right. The landlord isn't responsible for your economic condition. This is different. This is a government ordered massive shutdown of businesses, which in turn caused massive amounts of unemployment. People were told they could not go to work. People mm-hmm. were told they could not run their businesses. Right. How is this not? impossibility of performance or frustration of purpose or some other defense that the courts have traditionally not employed in these situations. So as a lawyer, I'm, I'm just like chomping at the bit to litigate these issues because we're going to, we're hopefully going to make new law and hopefully it's going to yeah. be good for tenants. So, and, and you would just, that had just gone through it sometime last year, right? There was when you, when you first came on the show, there was like a really big victory for, or tenants' rights. So Legislatively, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The uh, state legislature in June of 2019 passed the Housing Stability Tenant Protection Act, which uh, we've done some research, and it's actually the most massive revamping of a state's landlord-tenant laws in the history of the United States. Um, and all, all for tenants. Everything yeah, went for yeah. tenants. And it it's really a lesson about local organizing and getting progressive state legislators elected. You know, it's not all national. You know? Right. Um, but the vacancy rate issue is, is, is interesting on many levels, right? So even though that's true in Manhattan, from what I read, it's the vacancy rates are pretty steady and the rents are pretty steady in the boroughs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I heard Queens is kind of high too, but Brooklyn seems okay. solid. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, look, we all know we've heard these stories. People are leaving New York City in droves, you know, um, uh, because of the the, because of the pandemic, because there's no work, because it's opened their eyes to alternative suburban or, you know, rural living scenarios, um, Mm -hmm. all kinds of reasons. Um, Here's one of the things that's frightening from our perspective as tenant advocates the existence of the rent stabilization law is dependent upon the city having a 5% or lower vacancy rate. Yeah, it's at yep. 10 right now. <laughs> so if, if this continues and there's a citywide vacancy rate of over 5% for a long period of time, unless the legislature does something, the rent stabilization laws could expire. Right. And that that would mean that eight or nine hundred thousand tenants in New York would lose their ability to stay in their apartments and, you know, have very small rent increases. So Mm -hmm. um, that that's a 
fright. The, the theory is that you can't have price controls unless there's some kind of an emergency, right? Yeah. Right. So otherwise they'd be unconstitutional. So the emergency that's always declared is the existent, the 5% vacancy rate. So, yeah. Gonna get but it has to be citywide. So, yeah. Right now, I think it's 10% in Manhattan, but I think, you know, Brooklyn is, is solid. And I think most of Queens, I think it was more so like uh, all the high rises they built along the East River, you know, facing the city. And, and people were really like, that's not the place we want to live right now. We need, yep. we need a little more space and, and yep. backyard. Did they actually extend the moratorium on evictions in New York? They did through September, mid September, right? Fourth, I think. Oh, uh, is that it? Or or twentieth? I'm not sure of the date, but sometime in September, they extended the moratorium on evictions for both residential and commercial right. tenants, right? Um, but that's coming. What is today's August twenty first, right? Yeah, uh, it's right it's around the corner, <laughs> right? Um, and again, uh, landlords can file cases now already. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and if necessary, get, you know, in some cases, maybe get a judgment against the tenant. Um, but what's what's slowing things down for the landlords also is that the courts are not yet allowing in-person appearances mm-hmm. for routine cases. The only in-person appearances that they're allowing now are continuing trials that had started pre March of 2016, of, tw- of 2020. Yeah. Um, so it, I've had in the last two weeks, eight court appearances, uh, all done the way I'm doing this with you. Right. Um, it's kind of nice because I don't have to put on a suit and a tie. Can you, wear your, always, can you wear your Mets hat? I don't wear a cap. I don't wear a cap. No. <laughs> but um, the, the joke among us is always that the ju- judge, please don't say all rise. Some of you got shorts on. (laughs) Or who knows what we got on, right? (laughs) Sweatpants, shorts, gym shorts. You know, it it gives a new meaning to submit your briefs to the court, you know? (laughs) Sam also moonlights as a stand-up comedian and and front man for a a rock and roll band. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's another sad subject we'll have to talk about. uh, Oh, God, music. Another time. Yeah. I, I just saw uh, there was an article I reposted on Facebook yesterday and it was or two days ago. And and um, they're they're attacking businesses statewide. Now, the state liquor authority is if you promote a musical event at your establishment, I saw that if it's incidental, if people just show up and there's music there, it's OK. Yeah. But if you promote it, they could take your liquor license or fine you That's, up to ten thousand dollars. I'm like, that, you know, New York's. <laughs> New York's entertainment laws are so antiquated, right? I yeah. mean, they have this law, like, no, they, I don't know if it's dancing still on the law. books, no dancing at yeah, a bar, yeah. it's, right? So, it's, it's so we there. always had to play at bars where the dance floor was out of sight of the street, you know? So yeah. It's like crazy, right? doesn't make sense. It Seems really doesn't. It, a lot of it doesn't. I mean, I know they're trying to protect people, but it, I think they could rethink a couple of their their approaches yeah. and procedures. I think you'd agree. I think so, yeah. All right, we're going to take one more quick break. We'll come back and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll chat a little bit more about this. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be back in just a minute. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Are you a curious person always asking questions? Do you desire to be in the know? Then join me, Antonia, host of So Now You Know, Thursdays at 5 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. Listen in as I attempt to satisfy that curiosity. I will be talking with amazing everyday people. Join the fun. So Now You Know on Thursdays at 5 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc.
www.talkingalternative.com. Okay, everybody, welcome back again. It's Friday afternoon. You're listening to the Entrepreneurial Web. I'm your host, Jeremiah Fox, here with my good friend and neighbor, also a tenant lawyer, Sam Hemmelstein. His practice is in lower Manhattan, but he's been doing everything, even court cases through Zoom <laughs> with no rising, because you might no not rising. have pants on. No, no rising. No. Right. So you, you said something on the last segment about uh, a, an eviction crisis. You've been in practice for a long time. You're a lifelong New Yorker. Have you seen anything of this level before? I mean, you were you were here in the seventies and eighties, and things were pretty bleak. How how do, can you compare the two situations? No, there's nothing nothing close to this. The the, okay. the number of people who are unable to pay their rent or have, you know, not moved out of apartments where their leases have expired because they didn't have any place to go, enough money to move is, I mean, I. I mean, it's anecdotal, but you, there's a lot of—I mean, if you, there's a lot of stuff to read about this if you, yeah. if you if you look online. I always assume that if I'm getting dozens and dozens of calls a day, that's the tip of the iceberg, right? Um, and I'm hearing it from my colleagues in the tenant community mm-hmm. that um, um, it's going to be massive, and 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 you know there has to be there has to be a larger governmental response somehow, right? It it it. I mean, you know, what's, you hear what's going on on the Upper West Side, right, where, where the, the liberal Upper West Siders are freaking out about the homeless population right? Yeah, because yeah. they had to put people who were in shelters in hotels temporarily. And I'm not going to comment on the merits of that debate, but the last thing this city needs right now is a massive increase in the homeless population and right. in the midst of a pandemic. And and a lot of these people are families with children mm-hmm. right you know these aren't you know what you think of historic you know traditional right, like junkies and yeah 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 these are families with kids and who were working and paying their rent and you know uh through no fo- they're humiliated and embarrassed by what's going on that and they're not trying to take advantage of a situation that right they've just fallen on hard times so unless the government comes up with something either I mean, that, that one good thing, they did pass a law, which which is still in effect, which is that if you can demonstrate COVID hardship between March, April, May and July, and you get served with an eviction case for non-payment of rent, the court can only enter a money judgment for the rent, meaning you won't get evicted as a, if you don't make that payment. Normally, landlord-tenant court is an eviction court. Mm-hmm. If you get a judgment against you and you don't satisfy it, not only can the landlord attempt to collect it in the ways no, one normally collects a judgment, but they can evict you, throw you out with a marshal, right? Um, this law made those months, again, if you can demonstrate COVID hardship, the, the rent is only a monetary judgment. So th- that's a slight that's a good start, right? Uh, you know, I mean, you're still on the hook for the money, but still you, on the hook for the money. But you're not you know, on the street yet. A lot of people in this situation are what we call judgment proof, right? If you don't have any money in the bank and you don't own any property and you are not working, there's nothing to go after, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, right. judgments are good for 20 years, so maybe down the road the landlord will be able to collect it. Yeah, nice. 20 years. And the, the traditional way that people collect judgments is that they either seize your bank account or they garnish your salary, uh, but they can only take 10% of your salary mm-hmm. at any given time. Um, but at least that put a temporary hold on the evictions. But all right, so then what about August and September and October? And, you know, right. people are still out of work, right? You know, uh, the Broadway shows and the music industry are still completely shut. Right. I think all about my, all the all the support industries for them too. Those people are losing work left and right. Incredible, right? I mean, there were 
There were all these tours planned. Weren't the Stones supposed to tour? I mean, you, you would know better. Uh, call Keith. Were. Call they Keith. Were. Ask him. <laughs> they were. He wouldn't know. What would he know? They just. Picked him. <laughs> Sam's got famous friends. Where's JJ French in all this, man? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. I read his stuff. He's 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 blogging a lot about business yeah. stuff. So yeah. So, yeah, there were all the like a tour like the Stones must employ hundreds and hundreds of people, right? Oh, Between God. travel and that. stage yeah. stuff. Yeah, the, the construction. But, um, you know, I have a client that that's in that's that's a Broadway ticket broker. Hmm? What nothing, <laughs> nothing, no business. Yeah. And you know what's crazy, Jeremiah? This is it's times like this that make me really happy. I'm a tenant lawyer and not a landlord lawyer. You when you go <laughs> when you go to the landlords and you say, look, my client's been a good tenant for 10 years or five years. They paid their rent on time. This is not on. They're not doing this deliberately, but they have no business. There's no money coming in. Can we negotiate something? Can we negotiate? Let two or three months go. Can you can we renegotiate the lease so that it's 25 percent less over the course of the lease? Right. The almost uniform response we get from landlords is go F yourself. <laughs> it's, yeah. it, they are not negotiating and they yeah. are being counseled by their the, the, the organizations that represent them not to negotiate. Um, theoretically, because they are waiting for some legislation to come down and they're telling their members, if you make a deal that's more favorable to, to the tenant than the legislation is, you're going to be stuck with it, right? Yeah. Um, but it's not logical, you know, because no, not at all. If that tenant leaves, the market is is going to be way way less for that same space than it was. So why wouldn't you keep a tenant that you know and reduce their rent, right? Um, and so all they're doing, most landlords, there are some exceptions. They're doing what we call deferral agreements, where they say, okay, don't pay three months rent, but we're going to tack it on to next year's rent, right? So it really doesn't answer the question ultimately of what yeah. what do you do for those months when you had absolutely no business? And some but, of those people might not be back to work even next year because yeah. nobody knows what's going to happen. And, you know, when I talk to my colleagues in the landlord bar, e- even they acknowledge that that they don't understand the unwillingness to negotiate in this scenario. Yeah. It, it, it's, it seems to be the perfect situation where everybody could come out with something instead of, you know, forcing it to court and everybody coming out with nothing. So, yeah, uh, no, I I've heard about it from the commercial uh, sector, not so much from residential um, where we're at, but um, yeah, it seems like they're holding on to like a dying mentality that, you know, it's it's not servicing them, but they're just so stuck in the in the pattern they can't right. see past it. Um, right. Which brings to mind like some of the articles that were coming out lately, and they're like, you know, New York is dead. I mean, as a lifelong New Yorker, how do you feel about right now? It's scary, but I think it's going to come back. It, but I think it's going to be changed inalterably in in ways that we never could have expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the ways of doing business in New York are going to change permanently. So for example, um, I attended a CLE in like May with my ethics council and they, it was about, you know, how to transfer over to remote practicing and electronic filings and all this stuff. And they opened the session by saying, we all knew these changes were coming and they, we expected them over the next 10 to 20 years they're going to be here in the next year or two. Yeah. Right. Um, overnight. Yeah. It's going to happen overnight. I think the commercial real estate market is going to be inalterably affected because everyone now is understanding that they don't need as much office space, if any. Um, right. I represent a group of doctors in Soho um, who uh, switched over to their psychiatrists and they switched over to remote sessions when the pandemic hit. And their clients are all telling them, we don't want to go back to the other ones. They don't need an office anymore. Yeah. Right. And they had, you know, several thousand square feet in Soho. 
So it's going to change a lot of things. Yep. Now, you know, on the other hand, there are the handful of, I have one landlord, I'm representing a group of tenants on 23rd Street, and he's saying we will lower everybody's rent by a proportion that they can demonstrate that their business has dropped mm. off, Yeah. right? So show me what your receipts were before, a year ago. If you can show me that you're, you know, down 50%, we'll lower your rent 50%. When your rent goes back, when your income goes back up, we'll raise it back up. That to me seems like a perfectly logical solution. And pre-COVID, there were there were leases that operated that way, where it was a floating rent based off your revenue because people experienced seasonal adjustments, you know, especially in some of the bigger buildings. And I think going forward, there's going to be kind of a p- pandemic response written into the riders of a lot of commercial oh, leases. Yeah. Yeah. Like nobody's just going to be like, I don't know, we'll yeah. we'll see, we'll see if this happens again. It's going to be like, no, there's going to be in writing how how, you know, each party will respond. And in a way, that'll be, that'll support both, you know, and not lean one way or the other. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, everybody gets out with their shirts. We, we, still. Call, we, we call that a force majeure clause. Okay. Yeah. I, got some, um, I got some research to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and most of them, the way they're written, specifically exclude this kind of situation. So, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to wrap up. Where can people uh, get in touch with you if they have questions? Oh, let's see. Um, if, if we have a Facebook page and we have a website, if you just Google Himmelstein McConnell, uh, we'll pop up everywhere. Um, uh, our offices are open, uh, but most of us are working part-time or remotely, but our phones are working and we're fielding calls. Um, but the best place is usually at, at our website or our Facebook page. Awesome. Well, yep. Thank you so much. Thank I wish you. you the best. Keep up the good work. Same you've here. always been uh, you've always been a great guy and, and an inspiration to me. So thank you. Thank you, Jeremiah. And, uh, Same here. Thank you. And as this uh, kind of you know unravels, we'll have you come back on and, and do like periodic check ins because people yeah. are, it's a big people stop me on the street all the time and they're like, what do I do? I don't want to yeah. give them all your phone number. No, <laughs> you know? no. So, if there were parties now, I'd be very popular at parties. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks again, Sam. Everybody, have a great weekend. We'll check in with you next week. You listen to the Entrepreneurial Web. Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a curious person always asking questions? Do you desire to be in the know? Then join me, Antonia, host of So Now You Know, Thursdays at 5 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. Listen in as I attempt to satisfy that curiosity. I will be talking with amazing everyday people. Join the fun. So now you know on Thursdays at 5 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative.
Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 